Yep, yep, yep. It's time for Doodle Bible School. Thank you for being along this morning. I am grateful for your presence. It's cold here in Northeast Arkansas. I've got the heater on right over there. Believe it or not. Yesterday, I think we had the air conditioner. I know we did. We had the air conditioner on. Today, I got the heater on. What in the world? Doodle Bible School. Showing the glory of God as we doodle various things. And you could doodle a falling leaf from a tree today as a representation of I see God. You know what's happening because it's cold here in Northeast Arkansas. Change of seasons shows us God. As we're doodling through the Bible, we're in the book of Genesis and a lot of good things are happening. I'm glad you're with me. We're in chapter 42 of the book of Genesis today. It's going to be good. First thing we do. Basic Bible, I remind you of that, and I tell you that that's where we're at. I guess I already done did that. And then, here it is, first thing we do. There is number one. See the big one there? Do the doodle, which means you need to get your doodleator out and your doodle out here, and we will get after it. All right. By way of review, notice that we've covered thus far in this segment, or in this uh, semester, 36, 37, 38, 39, 40, 41, and now we're into 42, and I blew up the picture here for you. I'm not real good with camels. <laughs> I don't know whether you are or not, but we got to do a camel today. Uh, Joseph's brothers are going to go to Egypt in our story today because there's a famine in the land, and Dad said, hey, I heard that they've got grain down there in Egypt. You boys go down there and get us some. And so 10 of the brothers are going to go down there, 10. There's 12 altogether. That means little brother Benjamin's going to stay home. Joseph's already down there. They think he's dead, but they're going to meet him. Cool story, chapter 42. All right, here you go. You can see the four. The four is the camel, right? And uh, I don't know whether I can even do this or not. We're going to, let's just go ahead and make us a four here. How do you make a four? I'm not doing that very good. Four is this way. <laughs> oh, dear. Maybe I need to do it this way. Let's go. Let's go with this. All right, that's a four. Now we'll turn it. <laughs> I don't know. Is that what he did? No, he's got it backwards, doesn't he? I don't know exactly what Gabriel did there. Is it this way, maybe? <laughs> maybe it's this way. I don't know. Gabriel, what in the world? How is that four? I think what he did is he, he, he did it kind of backwards, like this. <laughs> is that what you see? Because there's, see, there's the neck. You see? And there's the first leg, and then you got the belly coming down here. Here's the second leg. Oh, we got to give him a hump, right? You know, and then you got that pack, right? <laughs> Gabriel, that's kind of crazy. But anyhow, that's your four. It's a upside down and backwards four. <laughs> but you can remember it. Hey, let's give him a smile because he's he's really happy. Don't not donkey. What is he? He's a camel. All right. And then of course you got your two. You remember how we do the two, right? You just square it off like that. Remember. And take out the middle. Oops, my finger won't take it out of there. I got a greasy middle there. All right. Oh, and he's got a he's got an arrow here. I forgot about that. Oops. It's pointing, and it's pointing over here to Joseph's shirt. Remember that, or coat, I should say, coat of many colors. That means that they are going to take a camel, go whoop, to Joseph, even though they don't know they're going to Joseph. <laughs> I don't know. That's kind of a lousy rendition, but we did the best that we could. Was your picture any better than mine? I'm still trying to get over the crazy camel. Gabriel, what in the world? See, I think if his, his head had been over here, maybe 
I don't know if that would have worked either. Anyhow, we got a, our camel, the four in our camel is upside down and backwards. <laughs> but maybe that'll help you to remember it. Because I think there's a camel in next week's thing too. But anyhow, there you go. 42. That is Genesis 42. Look, I'm going to put it right up here because half of the times I don't remember. <laughs> Looky there. Isn't that so wonderful? All right, did you guys get it? Joseph's brother's going to take the old camels and they're going to pedal down there to Egypt to see their brother that they don't know is even alive. <laughs> and they probably won't do much pedaling because camels don't seem to have any pedals. <laughs> I rode one. One time, yeah, my dad and mom took me to Israel back in the day and I got to ride one and it didn't have any pedals. All right, here we go. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <clears throat> I got something right in there. 42 chapter. <laughs> can you tell me the theme? Yes, you can. <clears throat> Joseph's brothers are going to go to Egypt. And can you doodle the clue? Well, I hope you can do better than mine. I don't know. It looks like he's got five legs there. Four legs, three legs. Let's take that off. Maybe let's square that off a little bit. And that'll make it look more like a a saddlebag there. How's that? Is that any better? Oh, that's a pretty sad camel. Anyhow, there you go. Uh, can you doodle the picture? Sure you can, right? <laughs> I mean, any, you got to be able to do better than that, right? Okay. <laughs> Our first silly of the day. What kind of award do dentists receive? Your favorite dentist. If he was going to get a reward, an award, from somebody, what kind of award would a dentist receive? Well, I'll tell you. They would receive a little plaque. <laughs> you know, plaques, that stuff you get in your teeth, they would get a little plaque. <laughs> See, he laughed and I did too. I don't think you're laughing as hard as you should. <clears throat> Segment number two, let's make a memory and let's challenge ourselves to stick it right in the old gourd there and make sure it sticks right in the old gourd. You got it? Okay, we're going to stick it in the gourd. <laughs> Here we go. All right. <clears throat> Genesis chapter 42, verse 3 is going to be your memory verse. I would like for all of you to send your accolades to Sonny Childs because you'll notice that it's a very short verse. And I chose it for you because I'm like on your side. It's just a shorty. So then, I mean, the first line's got two words. And all together, it's only five letters. So then, so then, so then, so then, so then. I think you got the first line. All you got to do is say each line five, ten, five times. So then, to Joseph's of Joseph's brothers, <laughs> I've already helped you memorize it incorrectly. Why do I teach this class? I do not know. Let's start again. It doesn't say so then, does it? <laughs> You're probably sitting there saying, Sonny, what in the world? And I'm saying to myself, Sonny, what in the world? And now that we what in the world, let's go back. It's so ten. Not so then, so ten, so ten, so ten, so ten, so ten. That's important because that's how many brothers are going. I already told you that, right? So ten of Joseph's brothers went down to buy grain in Egypt. Wow. You probably got so then stuck in your head, and that's not even going to work. Don't put that on the final test. Mom is going to say it's wrong. So ten. That's ten. All the fingers you got in your hands, ten of them. So 10. Got it? So 10. All right. I'm sorry I messed that up. Now, if you can't do it that way, go ahead and leave some blanks. 
probably a good idea that I left that particular blank because I didn't even do it right in the first one. That one's 10. I know that one is. So 10. Because <laughs> I finally drilled that into my <laughs> head. You know that picture of the gourd here? The guy with the, that was me. We're stuck it in there. And I think we've stuck it pretty good. It's not so then, it's so 10. You got it? Okay. <coughs> now, if I were going to test you over segment number two, here's what I would ask. How many of Joseph's brothers went to Egypt to buy grain? Then. <laughs> so then. <laughs> oh, dear. So 10. So we know that one, right? And so you ought to at least get one question right on your test. <laughs> I bet you'll get more than that because you're like crazy smart. I know you are. Oh, you got to love that water. All right, moving on. Oh, there's my buddy. Oh, boy, oh, boy. I love this guy because... Unlike the furball, the last joke that we have, this guy actually likes me. Look at the smile on his face. He's trotting to us because he can't wait for the silly to happen. You know what I'm saying? I like this guy. You need to meet my friend furball. He's a grump, but I bet you can make him happy. Anyhow, let's go with a little joke here. I'm going to get our silly camel, sad silly camel out of the way here. All right, we got him out of the way because I think something may show up there. I'm not sure. I can't remember. <laughs> With what do polar bears make their beds? <clears throat> if you were a polar bear and you just got out of bed this morning and your mama polar bear polar can't even say it, and your mama polar bear said to you, son, go make your bed, or daughter, depending upon who you are, go make your bed. With what would you use to make your bed? Was that even a proper sentence? With what would you use? I don't think that was. What would you use to make your bed if you were a polar bear? Well, I'll tell you. They would use sheets of ice and a blanket of snow. And there he is. Don't you know? <laughs> I made up that little rhyme just now out of my head. So if you're a polar bear and you want to make your bed, you're going to use sheets of ice and a blanket of snow because they live up there in a cold. Did I tell you it was cold this morning? Yeah, first day of the year. I've had to put, well, I don't know about that. Probably back in January I did too. But anyhow, this fall, I got my heater on because I'm not a polar bear and I don't want sheets of ice and a blanket of snow. Not on my bed. No, no, no. <laughs> There's another rhyme. I am so good at this. I might just become a poet. No, let's not do that. All right, segment number three. Ponder the passage. Sit by a pond and ponder. Hum. Sit by a pond and do the hum. There you go. Humming at the pond. We're going to ponder a passage here. <clears throat> All right. Here's what we're pondering. Genesis chapter 42. Now, you'll notice I skipped around a lot because I just don't have enough space up here on the screen. But I'm trying to summarize the chapter. Now, Joseph was governor over the land. He was one who sold to all the people of the land. And Joseph's brothers came and they bowed themselves before him with their faces to the ground. Now, you're going to see here in just a moment. They don't recognize that Joseph is Joseph. Okay, He's probably got all the... Well, back in the day, it seemed like they shaved their head and everything. So he's probably, he probably looks like an Egyptian, okay? Walks like an Egyptian, talks like an Egyptian, etc. But anyhow, they don't recognize him. But they come in because he's the powerful guy, right? He's the guy who's going to let them buy grain or not. And so they bow themselves before Joseph. That's going to come up here later. Joseph saw his brothers, and he did recognize them. <clears throat> but he treated them like strangers. Why do you suppose he did that? Treated them like strangers. 
I think the whole passage deals with the idea of him testing his brothers to see if they've had a change of heart. And if you stick around for the sermon segment after this one, that's exactly the theme that we're going to talk about here in the sermon segment. And so he treated them like strangers, and he spoke roughly to them. Where do you come from, he said. They said, from the land of Canaan to buy food. And Joseph recognized his brothers, but they did not recognize him. I already told you that. And Joseph remembered the dreams that he had dreamed of them. Now, what do you suppose prompted in his head to think of the dreams when he saw his brother? Remember one of his dreams? Was you one day are going to bow down to me. And they made fun of him. In fact, they hated him. That's one of the reasons they sold him off into Egypt, because they hated those dreams. They hated the fact that he was his daddy's favorite son and all that kind of They hated that, right? So Joseph now is remembering what God had promised all those years ago. I tell you it would have been a good question for this one. It's not your discussion question or your, your question to write me a little paragraph. It's not. But a good question for this one would be, you know, do you ever have to wait on God a long time? Joseph did. On the third day, <clears throat> Joseph said to them, because Joseph has kept him for three days now. And he said, okay, here's what we're going to do. Do this and you'll, you'll live, for I fear God. If you're an honest man, let one of your brothers remain confined where you are in custody and let the rest go and carry grain for the famine for your how -to, uh, of your households. And bring your youngest brother to me so your words will be verified and you shall not die. They've already told him that they got a younger brother back home. And uh, so Joseph said, I want, to, I want to see this kid because the younger brother would have been his full brother and uh, named Benjamin. And uh, Joseph really would like to be reunited with Benjamin. And so he, they say to him, hey, uh, or he says to them, here's what we're going to do. You want to prove that you're not spies, that you didn't come down here with nefarious motives? Well, here's what we're going to do. You go back home and bring your little brother down here. And that'll prove that you are true men. Meantime, I'm going to keep one of you here with me. Verse 24. Then he turned away from them and he wept. In between these two passages is a story where Joseph hears them over talking. They don't think that they that Joseph can understand them, okay, because they're speaking a different language. And so they're talking amongst themselves and they begin to say, you know, this, this whole bad stuff is coming on us because of Joseph, who we years ago sold into slavery and they believe now is dead. Now, they don't even know that Joseph's listening. But anyhow, Joseph overhears that, and so it really breaks his heart. He turns away and he weeps because they evidently have had some level of a change of heart. And he returned to them, and he spoke to them, and he took Simeon from them, and he bound him before their eyes. So Simeon's going to be the one that's going to stay. Joseph gave orders to fill their bags, but watch this, fill their bags with grain, and to replace every man's money in his sack, and to give them provisions for the journey. So Joseph was very much kind to them. Even though he's speaking harshly to them up here because he's testing them, even though he's keeping Simeon behind, all of that kind, he loved his brothers. And so he's going to send, they're not even going to pay for what they got. He's sending their money back. And they're going to have provisions for the journey. Joseph loved his brothers. But there's your five questions that you're going to have. In fact, let me just do this, and then you'll see what the questions are for the final test here. Okay, segment number three, final test. Here you go. What did Joseph's brothers do when they approached him? They bowed. Remember? How did Joseph treat his brothers? Okay, you got all those questions? Let me step aside. I'll get another drink while you take a screenshot of that. Because those are going to be on the final test. On the final test, they will be on the 
Just so get them down right now. That one didn't rhyme. I was working on it in my head, but it didn't come out as a rhyme, and I'm sorry. I, I failed you there. Let's be funny. What do snowmen call their children? Their kids. If you were a snowman or a snowwoman, depending upon your gender, and you had children, what would you call them? What do snowmen call their kids? Well, clearly they call them children. Because <laughs> it's chill. Children inside. See, look. Here's Mrs. Snowman and Mr. Snowman, and they've got children because they're chilly. <laughs> Not the kind you eat chili. You eat chili on a chilly day. Do you ever think about that? You eat chili on a chilly day to get yourself warm during a chilly time. Why do they call it chili? Why don't they call you? Why don't they call it warm me up? Chili isn't chili. If chili's chili, it's gross. Nobody wants to eat chili chili. You want to eat hot chili. It doesn't make sense to me. Does it make sense to you? Anyhow, if you are a snowman or a snowwoman and you have children, don't forget to call them children. <laughs> <laughs> segment number four. What we do in segment four is we apply it. Doing, doing, doing. We apply the why. We say to ourselves, why do we even need to know what's happening in Genesis chapter 42? Well, I'm fixing to tell you. Here you go. Genesis chapter 42 is a very important chapter. And in chapter 42, we're going to see a lot of stuff. But here's one of the things that I really identified with. He's going to say to his brothers, who don't know that they're his brothers yet, Hey, bring your youngest brother to me. I want to talk to my little brother. Even though they don't know yet. They will next chapter, but not yet. Why was it important for Joseph to see his younger brother? Why do you think he wanted to do that? Hey, do you have any siblings? I get it, because I've got a little sister, and I was mean to her when I was growing up. I teased her so much. Oh, man, I made her so angry at me at times. I'm sorry, Sandy, for all the teasing that I did back in the day. She still loves me. I don't know why, but she still loves me. But if you've got a sibling, I know probably you fight and you argue and all those kind of things. But you know one thing about my little sister, Sandy? I can tease her, but don't you dare. Make fun of my sister. No, 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 no. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What is it about having siblings like that? Well, my question for you is, would you want to see them, your sibling, after being gone from home for so long? Joseph left when he was about 17. And this is happening when he's at least 30. And so he's been gone for over 10 years. Would you want to see your sibling if you hadn't seen them in over 10 years? Or if you've been gone from home and hadn't seen any family like that in 10 years? Scholars are divided as to whether or not Benjamin was actually born before Joseph leaves. I kind of think he was. But either way, he finds out he's got a brother. He wants to see this little guy. who's probably not very small at this point. Here's your question, though, that you're going to have to answer. What makes family members so uniquely special? Now, the word uniquely means that they are unlike other people. You know, you got good friends at school, let's say. And they're maybe they're really good friends, but they're not your sibling. What is it that makes family members so uniquely special? Maybe you got good friends that, uh, you know, you play with on the playground. Or good friends that you hang out with, you know, when you go out or whatever, depending upon your age. It's that, you know, but they're not family. What makes family members so uniquely special? That's your question. And I, it's going to show up here, I promise you. Here we are, segment number four is going, boop, boop, boop. Watch this. What makes family members so uniquely special? I told you it would happen. And one of the things is, I try not to lie. 
Sometimes I make a mistake, but I'm not going to tell you a lie. Okay? And look at there. I didn't lie. There it is. Right there. D yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Just a short answer is all we need. Don't write me a book or your parents a book. They don't need a book, but they do need a short answer on what makes family members so uniquely special to you. You want to be silly one more time? <laughs> Remember our little wiener dog is so happy? This next guy, he's not. We're going to open the blinds, and Mr. Grumpy's going to be there. Here we go. What did I tell you? Furball the Grump. That's what we're going to call you. Furball the Grump. What do you call a snowman's dog on a warm day? <laughs> Did anybody notice we seem to be on a theme of snowmen? <laughs> Maybe it's because it's the first day when I've really been cold and had to turn the heater on. I don't know. But what if you got a snowman and the snowman's got a dog, but it's a very warm day? What do you call a snowman's dog on a warm day? I'll tell you what you call him. You call him a slush puppy. That's what you call him <laughs> because it's a warm day. He's a slush puppy. Not a hush puppy, a slush puppy. You got it. Yeah, okay. You're nuttier than peanut butter. Well, Furball, you need to have an attitude adjustment. And he said, but he doesn't even like peanut butter, so I guess he doesn't like me, but I like him. <laughs> Do you like him? We need to somehow get that guy to smile. You know what I'm saying? Alright, segment number five. We're going to test you. <laughs> she doesn't care for the test. Maybe you look like her, but I don't know why, because you guys have got this in your head. You're like crazy smart. Are right, you ready? I'm going to push the button. When I do, guess what's going to happen? Right there. You are going to have the questions. So get yourself ready to snapshot those suckers. Look, we're in chapter 39. <laughs> not, no, we are. That's not right. We're in test number 39, not chapter 39. We're moving right along. We've had a lot of tests that one. But anyhow, there you go. We're in chapter 42, not 39. There you go. There they are. Did you get them? <laughs> I'm going to do the van and wipe thing. <laughs> I'm not as pretty as she is. But anyhow, I never said I was pretty. I never said I was a poet. But I don't know it, but I'm a poet. <laughs> there you go. Uh, it wasn't a very good one, but I tried. Did you get them? Okay. You know what I'm going to do while I do this? <laughs> not while I do it. While you do that. All right. You got them? Thanks for being here. I love you. Sonny Chow saying what? Why, 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 why? Be there, Matthew 16, 26. 